Good morning, church. This is Stephen Powell, your worship pastor, and thanks for turning into the podcast today. It's just me today. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving, and I know that you know we're approaching that time of Thanksgiving, and I want to talk about how we can foster Thanksgiving in our homes and uh, basically you know make it a, a regular rhythm of our lives, not just a specific week of the year. Now I know that we. We are certainly thankful uh, for many reasons and in various ways throughout the year. But, you know, there are times when it is, in particular, uh, a little more difficult to be thankful. You know, we've all had uh, seasons where things are difficult, and we are still called to give thanks. First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing. And give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So this is our des- this is God's desire for our life to give thanks in all circumstances. And so I want to talk about some practical ways that we can make that a priority in our homes. I want to just encourage you to make it a, a make a a regular rhythm in your home. Uh, to have a time to give thanks. So at the dinner table, we generally, you know, we pray for our food and we thank God for our food and we we thank God for the day and the other things we may pray regularly at the dinner table. But it may be a great opportunity for us uh, at the table to, as you're catching up with your family through uh, from from the day, to be thinking about what's happened in, uh, in the day, to reflect on the day and then find opportunities to give thanks. So one of the things that we do as a family on a regular basis is we will do this little exercise called high-low, uh, where we will talk about the high point of our day and we'll talk about the low part of our day. Uh, I used to do this thing with my dad where he would, um, we would, my parents are divorced, and so we would go to his house every other weekend, and he, on the drive to his house, he would say, all right, tell me good, bad, homeschool. So we'd have to say the good, a good thing and a bad thing about our home life and a good thing and a bad thing about our school time. And so if you create a regular rhythm in your home to do something like this, where at the dinner table you're talking about the high point and the low point of your day, you have the blessing of being able to give thanks. Now, it's easy to think in the high point of your day how you could give thanks to the Lord. You know, hey, I had a great time hanging out with my friends today. So, yeah, we could praise God and thank God for given us friends, given us good community uh, to love and to do life with. But how do you praise God in the in the low moment? Um, we know that uh, God is at work in all things, and there's definitely a always an opportunity to thank the Lord uh, no matter what's going on. So hypothetically, let's say my son uh, says, well, his low today was that he fell down and got uh, that he skinned up his knee riding his bicycle today. Well, it may not be really uh, <laughs> encouraging to him if I just said, "Wow, well, praise God," you know, because that doesn't show <laughs> compassion or care that you know he hurt himself. But um, we could push each other to be thankful, even in something like that. You know, ask a follow up question. Okay, well. Well, buddy, what happened after you fell down? Well, you know, mama, you know, helped me clean out my boo-boo and gave me a Band-Aid. Uh, 
Well, we can say, well, man, could you, can we thank God for a sweet mama who would take care of you and would uh, be there to protect you and, um, and to, to give you a hug when you need it, you know? There's always some way that we can push each other to be thankful. Um, you know, in our home, you know, the kids will go to bed and then uh, Megan and I will have some opportunity to catch up throughout the day. And it would be, uh, there's always something we could complain about during the day. But let's say, you know, you and your spouse are, are talking uh, at night and you're sharing something that was difficult for you that day. There's always going to be an opportunity to push each other to thankfulness. Um, so, you know, encourage each other in a time of trouble to be thankful in all circumstances, as First Thessalonians commands us to do. But, you know, we do have to be mindful of if it's a good time or not <laughs> to challenge them to be thankful. Um, and usually we find that, that, you know, in counseling, which counseling is basically just applying biblical wisdom to our problems, to our, to our struggles. Um, and counseling, it's always, you know, not always, but more often than not, it's, you're able to, to break in and be more, um, successful with the encouragement you like to give by asking questions. So you're sharing a difficult time. It may be good to ask questions like, Hmm, in what way can you see God working in this situation? You know, how do you, how do you see that maybe God could still be at work in what's going on? And then encourage them to give thanks to him. Or uh, where are you feeling hopeless right now? And then how can you be thankful that your God is all sufficient to give you all that you need even when you feel hopeless? Because, you know, church, I'll encourage you. One of the blessings of going through really difficult stuff is the fact that we come to the end of ourselves. Uh, we realize that we don't have all that we need in ourselves to produce the result that we want. And that's a good thing for us because it reminds us that we are actually powerless over our over our the 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 ultimate um, status of our lives. that God is in control of that. And so when we come to the end of ourself, uh, you know, I'm at the end of my rope or I'm feeling too stressed or I can't do anything you know, we get to those low points, we have an opportunity to turn to the Lord, the one who is able to persevere, <laughs> the one who is able to keep us and cause us to persevere to the end if we are his. And so um, so that's a good thing. And so when you come to the end of yourself, you can thank God that he never comes to an end of himself because there is no end to our God. He's eternal. He's all-powerful. He's with us always. And so that's a that's a good place to be. It's a good place to feel hopeless if we remember who our God is. I guess we, I should say not hopeless, but hopeless in ourselves um, because we always have hope in our God. So I also want to say that how we, how we speak about things reveals the condition of our heart. In Matthew 12, Jesus tells the Pharisees that out of the abundance of the heart, so the mouth flows. And so I believe we can also train our hearts. If you kind of reverse that, we can also train our hearts by actively choosing to speak in thanksgiving about what God has done and who he is. So out of our out of our uh, the abundance of our heart, our mouth flows. And if our mouths are flowing with bitterness or 
um, displeasure or longing to have more, that reveals something about our heart. It reveals that we covet or we're frustrated and, and angry, we're bitter. And so if your mouth is producing things of thanksgiving, it could reveal that your heart is thankful. And sometimes it's difficult to be thankful. And so as we choose to be thankful, I believe that our hearts will be shaped as well, especially if we have someone who's willing to walk with us in these things. If we have friends who are faithful to encourage us to be thankful, to be thankful in all circumstances when things are hard, when they'd be willing to pray beside us and to lead us in thanksgiving, to give us sometimes a better perspective on our situation than we give ourselves. I believe that'll help us to be thankful and that'll shape our hearts into being more thankful the next time we go through something that's difficult. And so, you know, I'd like to encourage you, church, as you prepare for the holidays, it's easy to be thinking about all the things that we want, all the things that we want to happen, how we want our plans to go, how we'd like our travel to go, what kind of things we want for Christmas. <laughs> I think it would be good for us to already be preparing our hearts to be thankful in all circumstances. You know, even the holidays bring disappointment for a lot of us. Uh, this will be my first Thanksgiving and Christmas without my grandmother. And I'm going to try to find some ways to be thankful, even though right now, man, I'm sad. I'm sad about that. But I want to be thankful for the memories that I have. I want to be thankful for the legacy she's left. I want to be thankful for um, the fun uh, traditions she has set up for us, The even the dishes she would make at Thanksgiving. I want to be thankful for all those experiences and things and blessing me with a godly uh, woman to, to lead our family and to lead me in my walk in Christ. This is a, a good thing to be thankful for. And so it's, it's okay to be sad, but in that, in that sadness and in that struggle, it's a good thing for us to turn to our God who never leaves us, never forsakes us, never uh, ceases to have the things that he has, <laughs> which is everything. And so, um, and so we can turn to him in faith, trusting that he is good and he knows what we need and so I encourage you to be, to be thankful even in the difficult things. All throughout the Psalms, we can see the Psalm writers go through really difficult things. And, you know, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but uh, sometimes I've read the Psalms and thinking, whoa, David, I don't know if you should be saying all that about the Lord. Like, where are you? Or God, would you wake up? Or <laughs> things like this. Um, but he was, he was honest about his struggle and his sorrow and his great trials. And, um, and yet in, a, in nearly every Psalm, um, if there's like all of this, um, sorrow and grief and pain mentioned somewhere near the end, <laughs> there's hope. And David will turn and say, you know, oh, I, I remember that my salvation comes from the Lord or, 
I give thanks to God because he's never changed. And there's, there's all of these um, problems listed and then there's a turn to giving thanks. And so I want to, I want to read for us Psalm 34 and it's a, it's a great Psalm of Thanksgiving and it kind of helps articulate some of these things. So for the next few minutes, I'm just going to read Psalm 34 for us. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints, for those who fear him have no lack. The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Come, O children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is there who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and his ears toward their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the memory of them from the earth. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones. Not one of them is broken. Affliction will slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be condemned. The Lord redeems the life of his servants. None of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. What great news is this? This is good news for broken-hearted people. And church, that's us. Maybe at one point or another, we we feel like that. We're broken-hearted. We are experiencing hardship. But in all things, we're called to give thanks. We're called to rejoice always, to pray without ceasing, and to give thanks. This is the will of God for us. So church, I hope you feel encouraged to do this. I hope you would, maybe even if you're struggling to, to feel thankful right now or to be able to say things that are an expression of, of thanks to our God. Maybe meet up with a friend, have coffee, and, and share that with them. Hey, I'm, I'm having a hard time being thankful right now. Can you help me see some ways that I should be thankful in my life? Can you ask me some good questions that will stir up my heart to be reminded of who God is and what he's done for me? This is part of what the Christian life looks like is walking with other believers to remind them of the goodness of our God. 
So church, this is me <laughs> reminding you, our God is good. He's faithful to his people. He preserves us to the end. There are so many trials in this life, but our God is boundless in his grace and mercy. So turn to him, give him thanks, enjoy that turkey, enjoy that whatever your favorite, your grandmother's favorite dish is that she makes every year. Enjoy that, treasure it. But do it all because our God is good. Give thanks to him because he is worthy of praise. He's worthy of thanksgiving for all good things come from him. Church, we love you. If we can help you in any way, if you are struggling, we would love to be able to pray with you, to pray for you. Would you seek us out? Send us an email. Give us a phone call. We'd love to pray with you in this time that we know can be hard for many others. Uh, And so we want to be that family for you. Uh, We love you, and we look forward to gathering with you again this Sunday to worship the one true God who has it all and has given all good things to you in Christ.